What's up, walkers? This is Brett. This is Lana. And we are talking about Star Wars in the Skywalk. We are here talking about some breaking Star Wars news. Huge news. As fresh as last night and even this morning, Lana. Wow. uh, There's even more breaking news today. So what the heck is going on? (laughs) That's what Lana wanted to know last night. Seriously. And uh, we're going to break it down for you guys because director Colin Trevorrow leaves Star Wars Episode Nine. Quote, unquote, he left. Yeah. So So for you casual fans, (laughs) this is a reminder, this is not the new movie coming out in a couple of months. That one's good to go. Right. All right. That one's pretty much in the can. That will release on December 15th. Right. And we'll probably all be pretty happy with it. This is the one after that. Okay. So this is the one that Colin Trevorrow, uh, who directed Jurassic World, Mm -hmm. uh, was asked to direct and write and write so he was writing it as well and this is he was probably asked this because jurassic world did well at least financially yeah it wasn't a good movie per (laughs) se but it was entertaining enough that it made billions of dollars right they of course want to keep him and i think the reviews i think at the highest end people felt like it was an entertaining action-packed fun popcorn movie for the summer last year pretty much on the worst side of things uh not a good story, nope, not a good not plot, a good not story. good characters, exactly. underdeveloped, every, a lot of bad things. Exactly. So uh, mixed reviews, let's say, but again, commercially successful. Right. So he was hired to uh, take on Star Wars Episode now, 9, but now he is no longer wanted. Now, uh, I want to read a comment from our, Facebook, uh, from our Facebook page, and please follow us on Facebook or whatever you do on Facebook. It's the worst, <laughs> but uh, we do have a page there because <laughs> we know some of you people use it. Um, Charlie said, mm-hmm. you guys called it. And uh, I just wanted to read that from Charlie so I didn't have to toot our own horn. But we did call it, Lana. Beep, beep. Uh, we've been saying this for months. I mean, this was not that was not a reach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we were probably more adamant that you it are. was going to happen. And yeah. really, that's just it's what I like to say dollars and cents. Yeah. In that it makes perfect sense knowing how many dollars were involved. Exactly. Right. So these are potential billion dollar movies. The Force Awakens made a billion dollars. So when a guy. So now Colin Trevorrow, uh, as the walkers know, as we Mm -hmm. talked about on our very last episode, dropped (laughs) the Book of Henry a couple months ago. Horrible movie. That sits at 22 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. So there was no way in our minds that Kathleen Kennedy running Lucasfilm was going to put a billion dollar movie in the hands of a 22% Rotten Tomatoes director and I don't want to say anything mean about Colin Trevorrow I think he's great when I watched the behind the scenes of Jurassic World I really thought he was I think he's a really insightful guy and a very talented filmmaker so we're not going to crap on him by any means what I want to crap on a little bit though crap on a little bit let's crap on something Uh, this is from Entertainment Weekly so when they Mm -hmm. reported this story Here's the company's statement as reported in Entertainment Weekly, Uh, the the statement from Lucasfilm. Mm -hmm. Lucasfilm and Colin Trevorrow have mutually chosen to part ways (laughs) on Star Wars Episode (laughs) Nine. First of all, Lana, that's never true. That's never true. There's no mutually. There are no mutual breakups in in romance. There are no no mutual breakups in Hollywood either. No. Uh, Colin has been a wonderful collaborator throughout the development process. Mm. I believe that. Sure, I believe that as well. But we have all come to the conclusion that our visions for the project differ. And what she means to say is we envision something greater than 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, lastly, she says, we wish Colin the best. I say she. I'm assuming it's coming from Kathleen No, it's Kennedy. coming from her. Yeah. Uh, we wish Colin the best. 
and we'll be sharing more information about the film soon. Now, when you say that, we will be sharing more information about the film soon. That means you already know who's you already know it. you. Yeah, you right? have someone in mind. You have someone in mind. Right. And I believe that that someone will be Ryan Johnson. Really? And let's you just think say, they're gonna do uh, Ryan? Huh? I, I do. Okay. So that was my first reaction. Our friend okay. Brendan on the West Coast Walk had that reaction on Twitter last night. I noticed, okay. by the way, Brendan, because. Um, First of all, let's just congratulate Ryan Johnson because yes. he has won Celebrity Apprentice Lucasfilm Edition. Because <laughs> everyone else has been fired. Yes, he has. He and you know? J.J. Abrams yeah. have. You won the Chocolate Factory, Ryan Johnson. Gareth right. Edwards fell in the Chocolate River getting greedy. Right. Um, you know, Lord Miller tried to yeah, steal a squirrel. Lord, right. And now Colin, Colin and now Trevorrow Colin. stole an everlasting gumball. And so... Ryan Johnson is the only kid who has behaved on this tour, Pretty and now much. he gets to take over George Lucas's chocolate factory, right. presumably. Um, You're right. They probably will give it to him. Yeah, they so this was what I thought, Lana. And huh. then this morning, yeah. uh, this is breaking from, oh, crud, Deadline. Okay. Good thing I remembered that because I didn't write it down. <laughs> um, they report, insiders said that nothing is done yet, but that prospect is certainly in the air right now of, of Ryan Johnson right. taking over episode nine hmm. they also say that they were the ones who revealed in the first place that ryan johnson was directing episode eight the last jedi hmm. and okay. that the original intention was for him to direct two movies and that's kind of what i had thought at the time i had thought that i thought i had heard that but i wasn't sure yeah and many people were under the impression that he was going to be writing both movies writing yeah so much so that recently he he had to clarify and say that he's not writing episode nine right um, they're they're reporting. I guess it doesn't actually say how, like why they know this. It's rumors. Hollywood rumors, rumors. say Insiders that Ryan say. Johnson is the front runner to take over Star Wars Episode Nine. Hmm. I'm cu I'm curious about that. I mean, I don't know. I haven't checked to see what else he has planned to work on because I'm curious if he has any other movies or stuff that he's working on the pipeline. Funny you should that say he that. would have to stop everything to go to do Star Wars. Recently he was asked on Twitter if he would be up for directing another Star Wars movie and he said I would do it in a minute. I had the time of my life. Okay. Something to that effect. Yeah. So it seems to really make sense. And again this is the only uh, The Last Jedi is the only movie in this new crop of Star Wars movies right. that has not had any problems. Right. Again Charlie Bucket has been behaving himself right. in the chocolate factory. No issues. <laughs> no stolen squirrels. But do you think they'll wait until the movie comes out and they see the reviews as to whether or not to have him as the director. I mean, of course, a lot of people are going to see it. It's yeah. going to make billions of dollars. I but think then you know, have the reviews. Uh, yeah, I think, I, I mean, they know what the movie is right now, essentially. Right. The movie is complete right. from a structural standpoint. They're doing, you know, probably effects and sound mixing right. and scoring and all that. But they know what they have right now. So my sense is they, they probably know that it's pretty good. Okay. And, you know, if it's not, they can always just fire him they again. They can always or fire him again. part right. ways mutually <laughs> like they've done <laughs> so with everyone ridiculous. else. Yeah. Here's the problem I have with this Entertainment Weekly report. Because, yeah. again, I don't want to crap on people. Right. But, see, this is, this is the problem that I have. Um, they say... Uh, while the nature of the disagreement with Lucasfilm isn't clear, there have been rumblings of discontent for several months. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Anthony Bresnikan? I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sorry. But, like, really? Really. Where was that? Right. Who said? Who said that? When did we decide that there have been rumblings for three months? Everybody's been sitting on that? Right. And everyone just assumes that there were rumblings because his last movie didn't do well. Yeah. You know, which is a horrible... Re it's really a horrible thing that... You know, 
directors can't seem to have a misstep. Right. Like if they have a misstep, everyone just assumes, oh my God, their career's over. They did this, they did that. You right. know, Ben Affleck's last movie, Live, Live by Night or Live by Night, you know, right. it didn't do well. Right. So they're right. like, oh, well, he's done. But directing. I guess at least he has the track. He's had he has a success track record. in the past. Right. And Colin right. Trevorrow hasn't had a lot. Hasn't and again, this lot. is the problem with these movies being worth a billion dollars right. is that now it's it's too serious exactly it's kind of like what's happened exactly. you know in a lot of sports in football it's too there's too much money riding on it now way too much money and that causes other problems and it starts right. to buckle under the weight right. of all this money that's right. out there to be made right and you get these independent film directors who i love that there are companies that are willing to give these people a shot but then you go and you get someone like colin and you give him all this money as all this power now he has to deal with special effects stuff like that that is a lot of pressure you know no, not everyone's going to be a patty jenkins and make wonder woman right you know she came from monster to wonder woman right. she's been around for a while and she's been around for a while yeah. so you she's know got, you, she's got a lengthy resume right and you're taking a risk yeah. with these people so it's almost like do you just go back to the well and get a steven spielberg to yeah. direct something yeah. like this because you know he can yeah, so I, I, yeah, I don't think they'll do something like that. I mean, that's essentially what they did with the Han Solo right, movie. Right, they went but to the Ron difference Howard, is right. they had, by all, by all accounts, with the Han Solo movie, they had this amazing script by Lawrence Kasdan, right. who wrote Empire Strikes Back and co-wrote The Force Awakens. Right. So they already had gold there, so it makes no sense so that they went no out sense. and got these kind of edgy, right. wild filmmakers. You know? Right, exactly. Um, so... so they went and got someone kind of classically conservative right. that has you know a, a lengthy resume and right. has been highly successful that's a very safe bet. He's very safe. But this is different because presumably, I mean, they had somebody come in to rewrite the script for episode nine because right. they didn't like what Colin Trevorrow was doing already. Right. And so that whole thing is, is a jumble. That's up in the air. The fact that it's in rewrites or whatever, like, right. is that what you want? Or do you want to just start fresh with the guy who's about to put out a movie that you are really happy with right. that really seems to get Star Wars. And I think right. that's the biggest thing in all of this. Exactly. I think of this like, Lana, like HGTV. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> just follow me here for a I'm minute. I'm following you. So let's say you're, you know, you're one of these people. You won mm -hmm. this thing where the guys from HGTV, let's say those two Canadian twins there, yeah. they're going to come in and they're like, <laughs> and it's going to be that uh, love it or list it thing. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So they're like, Lana, we're going to come into your house. Mm-hmm. And we're going to redo everything. Right. And then at the end of this, you're going to decide, are you going to live here or are you going to flip it? You're going to sell it to somebody else and, right. move, and move somewhere else and make some, make some bank. Mm -hmm. um, now, for it to feel like a home, right. like anybody can redecorate your house and exactly. make something beautiful. But is it you? But is it me? Right. right. Now, to do that, they'd need to probably study you for a yes, while, right? They've they gotta, would. They have to sit down with you, Research go through some me. photo albums. Right. What's important to Lana? Yeah. What's your color palette? What's exactly. your aesthetic? You know, what, what do you like? What are you all about? Mm -hmm. Get your history so that they can kind of live in it right. to know how is this going to be a home for Lana. Right. A bunch of that's, Daniel Day-Lewis posters. That's what you need. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy. It's pretty easy. <laughs> so easy for them to figure Red out. Red and Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> So easy to figure out. <laughs> so that's what you need to do with Star Wars. Right. No, Anyone right. can make a good movie. I, you know, I talk about The Arrival, right? That's great. Yeah. It's a great science fiction movie. That's not a universe I want to live in. No. Though. No. And Star Wars is this long-established universe. It's exactly. got certain rules. It's got a certain feel to it mm -hmm. that you just have to get. Right. And it seems like Ryan Johnson is that guy. Who he gets, gets it. it. He gets it. Right. He understands it. And he's a gifted filmmaker. Right. So uh, that's the type of person they need. I really hope it's Ryan Johnson. Now, right. Plus, uh, he already has an establishment relationship with the cast. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like they say, helps. you have to be able to play ball with Lucasfilm, yeah. with the Hollywood executives, or whatever. Right. Uh, again, it's very much like professional sports. It is. Um, you could be a great, brilliant coach, but you have to get along with the players. You have to get exactly. along with management. You have to make everybody exactly. happy while being successful at what you're trying and to that's accomplish tough. on the field. Yeah, that's it's very, very hard. tough. Very hard to do. Um, now, you're going to like this. Okay. Uh, somebody pointed out today, I can't remember where I read this. Mm -hmm. This is all fast and furious of people. Course this it. thing about <laughs> Ryan Johnson being the front runner is just this morning. Um, yeah. Hopefully, you'll hear this podcast like during the middle of the day today on Wednesday, September, what is it, 6th? God, is it 6th or um, 7th? So, um, somebody dug up an interview with J.J. Abrams from, I think, right before The Force Awakens came out. And okay. they asked him who he would want to direct a Star Wars movie. Hmm. And he said, Ava DuVernay. DuVernay. Is that how you say it? Really? Yeah. yeah. Did he say that before he saw Wrinkle in Time? Or was oh, yeah, he just well before. like... Well before, because that has... I mean, that's not even out that's yet. That's not even out yet. And this was, this was at least two years ago. I wonder why he said that. So there's a long list of people. Huh. I think I think that would be great. Patty Jenkins. After, yeah. I was hoping... Uh, my, my hope... I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast, is that if and when, when let's say when, because again, yeah. billions of dollars to be made, when they do episode 10, 11, 12, Why? I would love to see Patty Jenkins kick it off. I would love to see her do that. <clears throat> be the well. one to start off a whole yeah. new trilogy, shape it, you know, yeah. figure out the direction and everything. Right. So I think, you know, again, it's not... Hmm. Ryan Johnson seems to make sense for episode nine. Right. For this very specific thing. Very specific. For no other reason than, I mean, he's good. Right. But also because he did eight. Right. And I think there's a disconnect there, too. This is something that we've kind of complained about before. This mm -hmm. idea, as it's come out, mm -hmm. again, we're prescient on the Skywalk. We figured this out before <laughs> they actually made it official. But J.J. Yeah. Abrams didn't know where it was going after The Force Awakens. No, which is why he was like, I'm done. Right. right. And then and then Ryan Johnson says that he didn't tell Colin Trevorrow anything about where to take episode nine. I don't like that. I don't like. Oh, I didn't realize that. Right. Okay. When I watch when I watch The Last Jedi in December, yeah. I want to I want to think I want to believe anyways, even right. if it's not true. Guys, just tell us this, right. even if it's not true. I want to believe that he knows like what this is leading to, that there is some end game here. They, I mean, they have to. I mean, you kill Han Solo. Right. So you have to have some sort of game plan as how you're going to move right. that forward. And right. now you have Carrie Fisher's death. Right. There has to be some sort of I can't think that these guys yeah. just were like, okay, I'm just going to do one movie and just forget about it. There, ha You have to be. Right. There has to be a connection between yeah, these Yeah, and guys. I refuse to believe that there's none, that there's no guidance whatsoever. I refuse to believe to that, be. that Ryan Johnson wasn't already telling Colin Trevorrow, look, this is what happens in The Last Jedi. Right. My thinking was that this is how it would play out roughly going right. forward. But leave him the creative freedom so that right. if, if something's not working, he can change it. Right. Sure. But you have to have some clue. And I believe that even right. with Kylo Ren, I think that even maybe not even J.J. Abrams himself, but the right. Star Wars story group, the people who are kind of uh, shepherding the whole story, the whole storyline for the Star Wars universe going right. forward, had an idea that, well, look, he killed Han Solo. Han Solo knew that that could happen. Right. He caresses his son's cheek in his right. dying moments to still show compassion even right. after that. That's got to resonate with him later on. Right. There's going to be some kind of that, right. that's why Lana again dollars and cents exactly. says that Harrison Ford did not have himself killed off for no reason. For no reason. So if he if he's killed by his son it's his right. son, you know that's going to be the, the catalyst for his son's redemption they later They could have easily made Kylo Ren not be his son. Right. 
So that was a strategic right. move. Right. So there's got to be something there, there. They have to be thinking But again, somehow. Lucasfilm, if you're listening, just let us believe that. Right. Just don't tell us that you didn't have any clue where right. it's going. Because we don't want to leave the theater in December either thinking like, we don't know what happens next and neither right. do they. And neither do they. We want to think like, they already know what happens in episode right. nine. We just have to wait a while to You've find out. You've already made Rey a Jedi. She has the force. Right. So... That was a strategic move as right. well to and that's introduce what, that. And that's what makes that hard to swallow for people, right? Because they right. see Ray and they're like, wow, she is like all powerful. Right. Why? Why? And if and, and, and what we would always do is say, well, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it is that she is the progeny of this person and that right. person. And that's why she's got crazy middle chlorians. Right. Sorry. Oh, love um, it. Love it. But then to find out, like, they didn't know what's going on. They have no idea. So she's just supremely powerful for no reason. For no reason. That's that's hard to swallow. That is hard to swallow. And that kind of undermines our confidence in them creatively right. going forward. Right. So, anyways, my, my last thing that I want to say about this. This is just really exciting, though. <laughs> like, it, it might not seem like a big deal now, people, right? But that's because we haven't seen episode eight yet. That's what right. we're getting really pumped up right. about. But, like... Think a year from now right. when you've already watched The Last Jedi on Blu-ray 18 times like I will have done. <laughs> I promise you that. Um, you're going to be thinking about episode nine. Right. Oh, and because a year from now, the Han Solo movie will already be out on Blu-ray. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so those That'll will be, be, those will be out. So now, like, imagine you're in a post-Last Jedi, post-Han Solo movie world where the next thing Star Wars Episode Nine, and you've just seen a great Star Wars Episode Eight, and you you're dying to know what's right. going to happen with Kylo and Rey, assuming these guys all survive. Exactly. Um, this is a big deal, and I'm I'm just really happy because a lot of people didn't have a lot of confidence in Colin Trevorrow in the first place. Right. And right. plus, by all accounts, I mean if if Ryan Johnson is as mind blowingly amazing as people are making him out to be, right? You can't you can't not have a letdown going to somebody like Colin Trevorrow. Mm -hmm. For episode nine. So let me ask you this. Okay, we know that episode nine is going to be the next one. Are 10, 11, 12, are they even confirmed? No. Okay, no, so, so, so that's interesting. Yeah. So that means that this movie coming up is like the Empire Strikes Back. This is the middle. Right. right. This is the middle. Yeah. And so you have to have an idea about the next one because that could be your end you should you should that's why i'm like there has people have you, to be thinking really about should. this you really should because the middle one yeah has to open to a third one right your sequel well, is will, never right? the so, end i mean they, they know that so they much know but, that but i mean I, I think they'll probably leave episode nine a little bit open-ended i mean you'll have look when the original trilogy ended you had luke skywalker in his uber prime True. Um, so they that I mean that leaves things open. It closed yeah. this chapter with his dad because right, you have no idea how he got to right. where he is now. The Emperor's dead. Darth right. Vader's dead. But like right. you know, then it's open from there to do what they want. So right. they they can kind of end this the same way. Yeah. It'll it'll conclude, but you'll have these characters. You'll have some characters you have some still characters, alive hopefully. that you can play yeah. forward into another trilogy. And then you but, have these new characters. You're introducing right, new right. characters, and those will be the ones to carry forward. I exactly. think. I'm assuming Luke Skywalker's not going to be around after Episode Nine. I'm assuming that as well. Um, but what they've said is that after episode nine, they're mm -hmm. basically taking a little hiatus. They're going to reevaluate things. But I mean, again, dollars and cents dollars says and they cents. are going to go forward eventually with another trilogy. How long right. you'll wait, I don't know. Right. But speaking of waiting, I just wish Lucasfilm would wait one extra year to, just to work time. on episode nine. Right. Yeah. This is a theory that we've been talking about on this podcast for a while is that you can't crank out. A, a a classic right in th in two years 
right? And right. that's what they've been trying to do with these Star Wars they've movies. They stagger it, it so that one comes out every year, but right. that they each have two years to work on. Right. Um, but you can't do that. No. And that was confirmed by Matt Reeves lately, uh, recently. Right. He said in an interview that he needs three years. He spends an entire year just writing the movie. Exactly. And then does everything else. Right. And and it's got all this mocap and all that stuff. And you can do that. But you right. need three years. And I think that's the problem that they're running into. Right. Is they're trying to do it on this compressed timeline. They and can't. then they get halfway through and they realize, you know what? These movies... The, the the quality that's expected for these movies, right. they're not just expected to be a Jurassic World that's right. good for five minutes and then everybody forgets and about everyone it. Everyone forgets about these it. These are things you rewatch and you rewatch exactly. and they replay on Spike TV and USA right. Network every exactly. other weekend and people are going to be watching these for years. Right. And and that's what you need and you can't get that if you're if you're rushing it right. and, and putting no. it out in two years. I agree. And I think they also have the issue of, you know, they're creating the material. They're not getting it from some other place. Like right. Peter Jackson. Right, it's not based on a book. Right. Yeah. He filmed, you know, all of his movies at the same time yeah. because he had source material, you yep. know. But yep. now you are creating a world. You have to take time. You can't right. just do that in yeah. a couple of months. You're creating mythology. It's right. Not, I mean, it know. happened with the Suicide Squad. You Rewrites, reshoots. You can't just. Right. You know, and even that had source material for God's sakes. You know, and they still screwed that one <laughs> right, up. Right, they had a lot of stuff to they pull from. They had source material. Yeah. No, they need more time. They and I just wish they time. would take it. And they need I mean, more time. what's the harm? I mean, what's they're going to. Uh, I guess uh, so. The harm from their perspective is losing interest on a billion dollars for one year. No one's going to lose interest <laughs> in Star Wars. That's, That's a lot the of money. Thing. No, no, no. I mean money interest. Money in interest. Percentage, I right? Know. So if you bank that it's billion dollars like, in 2019. Right. Instead of 2020, right. you got a whole year of interest you accumulate on your billion-dollar right. profit right. or whatever it is. So, exactly. I, I mean, I can only imagine that's what they're thinking. But come on, guys. Come on. Right? Think you about think about the 20 years that we're going to spend watching that movie. Exactly. Right? And, and exactly. how many more people are going to buy that box set. Right. Not only, like, the 7 through 9 trilogy, then they're going right. to release the 1 through 9 exactly. DVD box set for $130. Right. And people are going to want it. I mean, it's they're going to be in anyways, 4K and then people. all this. Yeah. Right. All right, walkers. These are exciting times. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, people, please uh, continue to submit your references you would like to see oh, yeah, in The definitely. Last Jedi. That's a topic that we're going to address. Oh, okay. Uh, we have nice. some special content coming in the months leading have? up to, in, in the three months that remain between yeah. now and The Last Jedi. I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you, or I'd have to edit out of the podcast. So you want to know what it is, Lana? Well, I mean, how can you? Because we don't know when the next trailer. Because a oh, trailer oh, could uh, hit. Thank you for and saying then that. Everything changes. Thank you for saying that. Don't you feel like they need to drop? They something They need to soon? drop a trailer right now. <laughs> yeah, to get, yeah. Yes, they really do. Yeah, with all of this mess right. that's going on. They, I mean, this they need looks to tell bad. you how wonderful this looks our really next bad. movie is. Uh, going like to last be. night, I started thinking. I am actually afraid for Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Because she's gained this reputation. Yeah, and at some point. Her boss has to take notice of that. Exactly. I don't want this to happen. Exactly. I think she's she seems great. She's incredible what she's produced. And, and in my most like in my most optimistic uh, imaginings, I, I, I like to think that she's made some mistakes with these directors or whatever. Right. But what she's doing is ultimately for the good of the franchise. Exactly. For the fans, for the story. Right. Um, but and, it is you know, giving her a bad reputation. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you don't have many women producers who have her power. No. So I'm afraid. She's in a tough spot. She's in a tough spot. And it's harder, right, as a woman. Because as a like woman. if this was a guy, it's already hard to make these tough decisions. Right. But then 
she knows that there is a contingent of people that if if she makes the wrong decision are going to blame it on the fact that she's a woman exactly which puts her in a very unenviable position exactly it's not fair no it isn't Uh, there's extra scrutiny and that's the position that she's in Right. Um, that she, but but I like to think that she's doing this for the right reasons. I think she is. I think she. she I think she is too. She wants things to go well. Right. They, they've made some poor decisions. They've made along some the poor way, decisions in the but past. But they're right. ultimately redeeming themselves right. by at least doing what they can to right. salvage what they have. No, I hear. Um, they don't want. They don't want what's happening with the DC universe. They right. don't want. Right. They don't know, even want one misstep. They don't want one misstep. Yeah. Well. But I'm sorry, I took over I, what you were going to say. No, I, uh, just that. I think yeah. they have to release a trailer soon. Like I, they need, I, I'd, I'd they need be really surprised interest. if in the next couple of weeks they're kind of due for one, anyways. They are. Due I think for if one. they follow the pattern set by the uh, the Force Awakens and right. Rogue One, there should be one in the next couple of weeks. Right. But now all the more so. All the more I mean, so. this right. all this dirty laundry. If you, you got to get people, you make people forget about, about it. Else. Put out a uh, a baller trailer put for out the trailer. Last Jedi. Right. people. I mean, people freaked out. You remember that last trailer that they released before the Force Awakens? People were going bananas. So let's hope we need a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So just hope for a trailer and hope that Fandango has their act together when they start putting out pre-sales. And Lana, we'll get back on when that trailer drops. Yes. Immediately. We will definitely have immediately. to. We'll be freaking yes, out. We'll you be think freaking the, out. You think the energy level is high right now? No, because you know this next trailer is going to be longer <laughs> and you know it's going to have a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go bananas. I bought a toy last weekend. Which I, toy did I you bring? I bought a ship. I haven't bought a Star <gasps> Wars ship since 1999. That's they were on sale, right? They did some kind oh, of They weren't sale. even on sale. They or just came out. Sort of and Disney makes that a, like a national holiday. Right. Disney made a holiday. Which I'm happy to observe. Right. Uh, so I, I almost got, bought one of those little, I forgot, it's the new. The Porg? The Porg. The Porgs I are good. almost bought All right, bought let me just say, okay, fine. Allie since, has me obsessed with those Porgs. Since you brought this up, let's review these toys <laughs> real quick, okay? Those Porgs are kind of garbage, okay? <laughs> They're like all... It looks like someone's dressed up as a porg. Pretty much. There, there's, there, there were two that were like, uh, one of them's kind of just a stuffed porg, like yes. a plush kind of thing. Which is what I kind of wanted. The other one is more mechanical inside. Yeah. And I don't know, man. They just made that. They manufactured that really wonky. No, just give us Again, the plush. Again, take your time. Just give us the plush one. They, they might have just, like, after that footage was released of right. the porgs, and they were like, crap, we need an animatronic toy. Stat. They don't. And they rush it out. Well, I think it would be great if they did. Again, I, I, I mentioned Teddy Ruxpin, Lana. True. Because that thing was, that was great. Yes, it was. You need a Teddy Ruxpin porg. It was fluffy, porg. and you could. Yeah, yeah, just make it better. Yeah. I'd buy Don't one. Rush it. I would buy one. Just make it good enough. See, I love yeah. stuffed animals, so I But they have a ship, Lana, in the trailer. Mm-hmm. You remember the ships that are dragging along the surface of that planet and dragging and you see the, the red, red plumes? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Those things, which I didn't even realize, you can't quite tell from that trailer, but yeah. it's essentially a modified B-wing. Oh, okay. uh, where instead of having the two wings come out of the side, it's basically on its side. You got the cockpit over on the left side and the other oh. wing. Anyway. So Poe Dameron has a they nice look new... dope. Yeah, it's po- and Poe comes with it. Poe's wearing that po lad. Comes with it? Yeah, he's wearing that dark jacket with the rebel insignia on the shoulder. Does he have the long hair? Making him the Danny Bonaducci yes. of the Star Wars universe for <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, he has the, the... Oh, yeah, the hair is beautiful. Oh, my God. The hair is beautiful, Lana. Okay, You're going to start replacing it. pictures of Daniel Day-Lewis now with I want pictures it. of Poe Dameron. Yes. Uh, so, it's hey. Such beautiful hair. Oh, man, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> So we'll be back as soon as they drop we'll a trailer. We'll be back. Uh, we'll probably be back before then if they don't drop it soon. Yes. Till next time. This Bye is Brett. Guys. This is Lana. And we're just two people talking two about, about Star, Star Wars. Wars on the Skywalk. <laughs>